Hey everyone, this is Pastor Matt Parra, and you are joining me for Why Evangelism Doesn't Work series in our All Things Evangelism podcast. And today's episode is episode number four, and I'm here with my friend Camilla Scaff, who I'll introduce in just one second. And we're going to talk about a famous, well, amongst Adventists, a famous Ellen White quote where she says, that it's Christ's method alone that gives us true success. So we're going to talk about that in the context of this podcast. And once again, the uh, podcast is entitled, this series is called Why Evangelism Doesn't Work. So I'm here with my friend Camilla Scaff. And uh, could you please just introduce yourself, Camilla? Hello, Matt. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited to be here again. Uh, Camilla Scaff, I'm at the North New South Wales Conference. Yeah. And I'm serving as the leader, the director for the health department. Yes. And I'm also involved in church planting and um, health evangelism ministry That's in my right. community. So That's I'm right. really excited to be here. I think this is a great topic. I love the topic of health, mm-hmm. but most importantly, I like um, to explore ways of doing successful evangelism. Yeah. And so this title of why evangelism of the work really spiked my thought. And yeah. and uh, yeah, I'm excited about this talk. You're an evangelist and you're a health minister. It's what, it's what God's called you to. It's what you're passionate about. So this is good. That's why I chose you to come and converse with me on this subject. So I'm just going to read this quote real That's quick. Right. Yeah, And then we'll, we'll dive into it. We'll try to find good application. And yeah, uh, hopefully we'll grow in our understanding. Yeah. So this is what Ellen White says in a book called Ministry of Healing. And it's page 143 and 144. Christ's method alone will give true success in reaching the people. The Savior mingled with men as one who desired their good. He showed his sympathy for them, ministered to their needs, and won their confidence. Then he bade them, follow me. Okay, so, all right. So we don't get true success, or or I shouldn't say true success. Yeah, no, we don't get true success in reaching the people, according to Ellen White. That's right. If we don't employ Christ's method. And the interesting thing is here, because sometimes we do say, okay, but look, I'm mingling with people. I care for them. I desire their good, right? I'm showing sympathy here for my neighbors, for my community. I'm ministering to people's needs. I'm winning their confidence. I'm becoming friends with them, but they still don't want anything to do with Jesus. I'm not reaching the community. Not so, for Jesus. That's right. And so that sometimes people say, oh, you know what? Evangelism, like that doesn't work. So, and the, so the, the physical needs approach doesn't work because I've been doing tons of community service ministry, friendship evangelism through all, all these different avenues, but I'm not reaching anybody. That's right. And actually, Matt, I think the answer to this, it's right on the quote be, before this paragraph, yeah. just the paragraph before on the same page, 143. And um, it says, the world needs today what it needed 1900 years ago, a revelation of Christ. A great work of reform is demanded and is only through the grace of Christ that the work of restoration, physical, mental, and spiritual can be accomplished. So I think our idea of what Christ's method is, can be wrong sometimes. And that's why we don't reach success and we think it doesn't work because we forget that the real need 
is the revelation of Christ. Right. And that can only be attained. Number one, she says a great work of reform is needed. Now, when do you decide to do a reformation or like a, a, um, a redone somewhere yeah, when on I your house? Something's wrong with it. When you realize something's wrong or it's no good or it could be better. Maybe yeah. it's good, but it can be better. Mm -hmm. And then you decide to do, you know, if we're talking about your house, for example, you come yes. to your house, says, you know, I bought this house a few years ago, but I think it's time for... Yeah. A redone. Only when you come to that realization, you're going to be open mm -hmm. to new ways of doing. Yeah, totally. And so I think that number one, when we think of the Christ method alone, we apply the method. Not realizing what the point is. That's right. Like, why are we doing this? Missing the point. It's, it's almost like we do, by the way, and this is not an insult to anybody. When I say we, I'm not saying anybody in particular, but sometimes we Means do us. outreach ministry uh, like zombies, we just kind of go through the motions and it's like, okay, we got to do Christ's method. So let's do this, do this, do this, and then we'll do this. And when you reduce it all down to a formula and you're just doing it and you don't know why you're doing it, it's like a ritual of outreach mm -hmm. and not understanding and comprehending that we're doing this to give a revelation of Jesus mm -hmm. and to show him and to show everyone who he is. Um, then I think that can energize what you're doing and give sense to what you're doing. And whenever, you know, it's funny for me, whenever I see people who I know are doing something, but they don't know why they're doing it, they're just kind of doing it in a robotic fashion, mm -hmm. I'm really not attracted to those people or what they have to say or what they're doing at all, no matter how much use they are to me. Uh, an interesting, when I was a kid, Jehovah's Witnesses came to my house. I was a pretty perceptive little dude. I thought a lot, as I do now. Um, <laughs> and a thinker. The, these, yeah, I was a thinker, as a thinking kid. and. These Jehovah's Witnesses came to my house, and my mom let them in. We had Bible studies with them. And they would constantly, as they were doing their witnessing to me, like be looking down at their little pieces of paper. And every time I'd ask them a question, it would be like, uh, uh, wait one second. And not that there's anything wrong with not knowing all the mm -hmm. answers, mm -hmm. but they'd be like, wait a second. And they would always refer to these manuals and books that they had. And to my 10-year-old brain, mm -hmm. my 10-year-old brain, I was looking at these Jehovah's Witnesses thinking, these people look like those little toy uh, soldiers that you wind up yep. and then you put them down and they kind of march along. Mm -hmm. it, it was no real, uh, I don't know how to say it. It seemed like there was no soul to what they were doing. They didn't know why they were doing what they were doing. They were Jehovah's Witnesses. They had to go witness for Jehovah. They had to go witness lost people. It was so robotic. It was so mechanistic and mechanical mm -hmm. that I was really like, eh. And in a way, that was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me. So anyways, you're making that point. In a sense, like the purpose of employing Christ's method is to give a revelation of the character of God. That's right. And it's to be a personal approach as well. Yeah. So there are two very significant things here that we can see. Number one, when she says about Christ's method alone, she's saying there's one way to get complete healing. And that's through Christ. And that comes through His grace. Well, that's good. And that, and that one way is a complete way that will be able to heal physically, mentally, and spiritually. Yeah. So when you see somebody claiming to be successful in converting hearts or in evangelism, if the result of that new believer, of that life, that life that has been touched, mm -hmm. it's not a complete healing of all of this. Yeah. 
then indeed is not a real successful approach yeah. and it's missing out. That's heavy, man. That's a, that's an interesting point. And I want to clarify because I know mm -hmm. that someone's going to take what you've just mm -hmm. said to its illogical extreme. Okay. So I know because I know mm -hmm. you, you're not mm -hmm. saying, and everybody should know mm -hmm. this, you're not saying that if you come to Jesus for real, you won't ever get sick or get a disease. Yeah, no, but what yeah. you're saying is that in general, in a general sense, mm -hmm. Jesus heals you completely. That's right. So uh, I worked at a health, not I've worked, I went to a mm -hmm. school, mm -hmm. uh, a place called the Black Hills Health and Education mm -hmm. Center, and they had like a health place there. Mm -hmm. And they were like internationally recognized in America, like they were in uh, USA Today as like one of the top like health and wellness places. And they kind of really mingled modern medicine with health stuff, yes. like with holistic stuff. So it was a good balance. Yes. And um, people would come there and in two weeks, they'd be like off of their blood pressure medications. Mm -hmm. They'd be diabetic and be off their meds. Mm -hmm. and, and it was just from like lifestyle changes and mm -hmm. all this kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I, guess I think what I want to add mm -hmm. to what you've just said because of what I've experienced yes. is that when you come to Jesus and God heals you, it doesn't mean we're not saying... In a, trying to say, and Ellen White doesn't say, yeah. that you'll never then have physical issues or challenges. We're all gonna mm -hmm. die. We live in a world of sin and death and pain That's and right. disease. And there's all kinds of tragic situations that come upon you that you have no control over. Mm -hmm. But Jesus's desire and his intention is to heal you completely. And when he heals your soul and forgives your sins, yes. he also wants to physically make you better off so that you have yes. less diseases, less chance for diseases. Yes. He wants you to be able to run further, enjoy life more, mm -hmm. and that isn't just some abstract spiritual mm -hmm. reality. It's mm -hmm. it's a physical reality too, because the human being is one whole person. Yes, and it's that it's possible. Yeah. Because I think that our limited mindset, it's always to doubt, especially like think about the let's let's look at the Jesus ministry here. Yeah. When he was first doing that amazing cure of the paralytic. Yeah. That came you know, right from the top of the roof. There were no, I, I, I was watching the other day the, the uh, a series, the, the Chosen, and it shows that miracle in such a, a, a great, um, I don't get cinematographic way or like a yeah. movie. And it kind of gets you to think, you know, it was a small village. Everyone knew that Jesus was doing miracles. And so they gather, everyone's gathering at see. this place. Yeah. You cannot even walk around the village because, you know, so somehow, these friends get to this guy to come through the roof yeah. and everyone's watching. And Jesus knows that not only people that are interested in, you know, but there were some Pharisees and other people like the religious leaders watching. Yeah, want to expose him. They want to expose him. And the word has gone around about this man, you know, that comes from Nazareth and yeah. he's just performing miracles. And there's this disbelief not only about the physical miracles, but who's this person like? And yeah. the, the thing it was this fear that he was going to cause a commotion that people, you know, like people, yeah. it was going to distract people from the religion and from the things. And I thought it was really important that, yeah, it was just epic that when Jesus says, you know, what do you think it's easier? Is to heal this man and say, get up and walk? Yeah. Or to say your sins are forgiven? Yeah. And so, so there's like a twofold reality happening there. He's like forgiving the guy spiritually. You're healed spiritually. I forgive you. We're okay. It's cool. And physically, I'm going to make you better. You know, it's funny because this whole thing, like why evangelism doesn't work. I think you and I both agree. One of the reasons why our evangelistic efforts are not more successful is because we don't blend health ministry 
with our spiritual ministry. Like mm -hmm. there's, there's, they should be working in conjunction and in Together. partnership. That's right. And, and to, to the degree that we can, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, mm -hmm. it's like, if, G, if you're just in the days of Jesus and you can see that whoever's around Jesus, like they're no longer crippled, they're no longer blind, there's a physical transformation happening. Mm -hmm. This is gonna lend a lot of weight to his preaching, right? So you can say whatever you want about his theology, about mm -hmm. his heritage, mm -hmm. about his associations. You can say whatever you want. Mm -hmm. But one thing you cannot say is that he doesn't make people's lives physically better. That's right. So this is like a huge argument in mm -hmm. favor for his preaching and his teaching because guess what? He's making everyone healthy. So I think this is something that Adventists should consider as well. Yep. We have a health message that God gave us through the ministry of Ellen White that makes people better. And it's really frustrating to me that, yeah, that some, that some elements in the church have taken the health message and as Ellen White says, they've turned it into health deform and they've That's made right. it this radical, terrible, horrible mm -hmm. burden rather than presenting it in the light of Jesus as mm -hmm. abundant life, you know? And so I feel mm -hmm. like as the evangelism director, if we want, you know, as an evangelist for 20 years, mm -hmm. I have seen evangelism work best when it affects people physically and spiritually, like in the sense where you're you're helping them in a holistic it's fashion. A complete, complete approach. Oh, totally. And uh, yeah, like I could say more and more, but yeah, I don't want to keep talking. because I want to, I wanna talk bring to you. a little bit to our reality <laughs> reality today. So yeah. you may have, you know, it's interesting because Jesus, he 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 was very personal in his approach. Yeah. And so there are different needs at the time. And today we might not have a lot of people paralyzed on the streets and yeah. needing healing. But think about this. We have, I mean, the, the World Health Organization, if you go to the website, you're probably going to find out that um, over 70% of the cause of deaths around the world mm. or the problems of disease, the causes of diseases have to do with lifestyle. Okay. Well, that's hectic. Okay, and then back, what was the first, one of the first visions that Ellen White had, had to do with health. Yeah. And all of the principles that God has laid out in a, a couple of the main visions that she had, uh, which included the Otsego one, which was the main one. Okay. It encompasses all of the natural or the remedies that the science is proving today, today right. to be the most effective way to not only prevent, yep. but to manage and to cure even totally. these lifestyle diseases. 100%. So yeah. if we think about God has given us, he, you know, when, when Jesus inspired the Adventist movement, he gave us all of the tools that we needed. As a matter of fact, Ellen White, she says that if the gospel workers were equipped to help people to um, restore their health, physical health, yeah. they would be twice as more successful twice as in effective. reaching the soul and more effective. And she even says, there are some hard quotes in, in, in some of other um, books that she says, if when the, 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 the evangelism or the gospel is separate mm -hmm. from health, it actually can cause a lot of evil to the a church. Lot of damage. A lot of damage, which it's, I mean, that's serious for us to consider as, well, as a church movement that wants to bring healing, complete healing through Christ's method. Yeah, well, it's, it too, it's, it's like going back to Mark chapter 2. Mm -hmm. So the paralytic is coming down through the roof, and Jesus is saying, son, your sons, your sins are forgiven. And in saying that, he's standing in the place of God. He's, 
he's, <laughs> he's acting as if this man has personally grieved him, but he's probably never met this man in his life. This man hasn't stolen from him or lied to him. And he looks at the man and says, son, your sins are forgiven. This is an assertion of his divinity, of his identity as God, as the creator of the world. And the people understand that. And that's why they say, like, this man is committing blasphemies. Who can forgive sins but God? And then he looks at them and says, as you mentioned, what's, what's more difficult to say to this man, your sins are forgiven, or to look at him and say, stand up and walk. And then he concludes, so that you might know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, I say to you, get up and walk. So this man being physically healed serves as a testimony mm. to the fact that Jesus is God and that he forgives sins. So if in our ministry of proclaiming the gospel, we're not seeing people physically getting better, like on a health level, if, if our message doesn't bring more physical health into the lives of people, but it's just some abstract, you know, concepts that they adhere to on an intellectual level. They just intellectually ascend to some ideas and they say, this is right, this is true. Yeah, I'm saved. But there's no real, like, physical, you're better, you're, you're healthier, you're less stressed, you're, you know, there's a physical effect. Uh, then it does not testify to That's the power right. of God. It just testifies to this, uh, this notion that you've adopted that makes you feel good at night. Yes, and as a matter of fact, when, when we look at the Gospels, that all of the healings of Jesus when he says you're healed, um, or in that story of the, the woman that had the, 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 the blood, um, she was bleeding for many years, yep. and she touches Jesus' garment, and he, he says your faith has healed you, has yep. saved you. And then there was the, the sinful woman that also comes to Jesus. He says, you're forgiven. And, mm. you know, go. all of these, the, the root words that is being used there, it's the word that, it's a Greek word, sozo, S-O-Z-O, which means complete healing and also has a meaning of salvation in that, mm. which is very interesting because that kind of healing, the complete healing, it's only possible through Jesus it was only used when Jesus was healing. Interesting. And yeah. when Jesus That's powerful. Died, that's a cool thought. That, that's it. And so that, you're saying that Greek word was only used in the light of Jesus' healing ministry. That's it. You can go through so the could, Bible. Even in the you, book of Acts, it wouldn't be in the book of Acts. Well, it, that's the, that I was going to say that was okay. my second point. Yeah. When Jesus ascended. Yes. And he gave the power to the disciples. Right. You know, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. Right. And, and, and whoever sins you remit, the, their sins will have been remitted in heaven as that's well. That's right. In Matthew 18. So they were given the power to continue Jesus' ministry. Yeah, he confers upon them his ministry, and they are the body of Christ, filled with the Spirit. That's right. Earth. Yeah. And so it's, but it's still through Jesus Christ. It it's was because he came yeah. and died yeah. for our sins. Yeah that he was able to forgive sins, but also mm -hmm. to heal, complete heal, and then bring that, um, because at the end of the day, as you said, you might be converted, and you might experience Jesus healing, and you might have a transformation, but it doesn't mean that you're never gonna get sick anymore, because if right. you're living in this earth, you're still surrounded by sin. Right, and you're gonna die one day. That's it. Even but, if you're Lazarus, you're gonna die But again. thanks yeah. to Jesus' death and resurrection, yeah. we are assured that we can have this complete healing it, because that's a, another element of the Souza word. It brings that element of eternity. It's like it's done. Okay. So it's interesting because God is, he's basically saying to you, because of Jesus, you are able 
to enjoy complete healing in your life. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not now, but it's guaranteed. It's, it's a guarantee. It's a guarantee. It's a done deal. And it, it's through the belief mm -hmm. of Jesus. Now, through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, which is your guarantee, that's going to happen for you, and you've got eternity. That's it. So, so we, if, and that brings a lot of relief also to the worries of this life. Yeah. Because like if you think about today, our, one of our biggest issues worldwide in terms of these disease, sickness, it's anxiety and depression. Because people are worried about tomorrow, they're worried for their lives, for mm -hmm. their health, for their families. Yeah. And that is causing even more. Stress is a killer. It's stress is a killer. It's the biggest yeah. killer today. Now, if you have, so let's say you come to, to know of Jesus and the hope that he offers. Number one, you need to be open to repent from your sins and from your ways of doing. You need to be completely open for Jesus to come into your life. Now, when he comes into your life, as you said before, there's this transformation that is physical, mental, spiritual, mm -hmm. that you can enjoy even now. Yeah. But it's the, the, the effects of what he does to your mind and giving you that hope, mm -hmm. that relief from your sins, it's even greater because it gives you hope. You look for, forward to something. Yeah. Um, recent research has shown that if you have something positive to look forward to in the it's future, stress relieving. It's stress. It gives like you... Like holiday time. You're look, it's like in Australia. Like I always look forward to Christmas because like mangoes are coming. I got <laughs> yes. time off work. I'm going to hang out at the beach with my boys. It's That's like, it. okay, it doesn't matter how cloudy today is. Yeah. Christmas is coming. <laughs> That's awesome. right. awesome. Yeah. And another point is when you're sick, you can't really, you cannot connect with people. You cannot connect with right. God. So in reality, yes, it's not saying you're never going to have any physical issues yeah. when you're following Jesus. Yeah. But guess what? You're going to have hope yeah. and he has promised to be walking by your side. Totally. I want to tell you a quick funny story. Yeah. So I have a friend named Boris. You, you guys out there listening might know my friend Boris Jovanov. He's a pastor here in our conference at the Warner's Bay Church. You know Boris. We love him. He's our big, lovable Eastern European. Um, so he, he uh, started... I thought, he, he was, I thought you were going to call him a bear. No, <laughs> yeah, that, he's that too. But So I'm, I got into this whole like ice bathing stuff because I watched this video about a guy named Wim Hof. And yes. I'm fully sold on the Wim Hof method. It's yes. just breathing exercises with ice baths. That's right. And it's basically, it teaches you how to de-stress. Mm -hmm. It's just, and it's scientifically, like he's been tested at the universities. Yep. His method helps you. Um, it's not like the cure of the world, but there's health benefits. So I have some nervous system issues and some tumors that grow on my nerves. And so I thought, maybe this can help me. So I started to do it and I started, I mean, it makes you feel so good. Like people have no idea, like three or four rounds of ice treatments. Yes. Oh, it's just heaven, you know? So he's making fun of me and not making fun of me, but he's like telling me he's not sold and whatever. Uh -huh. So I'm reading through the writings of Ellen White one day, just mm -hmm. random stuff. It's yeah. like, I don't remember if I was researching for a quote or if I was reading through a book or something. I don't remember. Uh -huh. But I stumbled upon this statement where she talks about the benefits of cold exposure in water. And I was like, what? <laughs> we both think Ellen White's a prophet. So I'm like, brother. <laughs> and I sent him a little text. I was like, so how do you like me now? You know? And I just think that's just a perfect and little, little example of Ellen White's like, inspiration. Yeah. She she's like how how did she know? Like how did she come up with this like you when Wim Hof started exposing himself to the cold and telling everybody no this yes. is beneficial, people yes. thought he was nuts. So yes. he goes to a university 
in the Netherlands where he's from. Yeah. And, he bas- and he just like says, yeah, hook me up. You hook him up to these machines. Yes. They start to monitor his brain waves, his stress levels, the chemicals in his body. Yes. And it's like all working out to yes. be really good for him. And Ellen White is like, do this. Yes. I was going to say, when you started like, saying, yes. I don't want to cut you off, but I was yeah, going to no say, good. hey, Matt, did you know that this whole method was given to the Adventist Church before through totally. Ellen White? Oh. And actually, you know, who were the- I've always known about contrast showers, but I never added the whole like. That's right. I, it was. Yes. Well, if you go, there's actually a, a, a brother here from our conference, Bruce Thompson. He's a physiotherapist. Okay. And he has a website called Traditional Hydrotherapy. Okay. Um, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, it's really, really good. It, it basically tells the history of how this whole, um, yeah, these methods came Just, about. Oh, and it, was, um, it started with Dr. Kellogg. But it was interesting because he actually went to medical school and he was coached by Ellen White all along. And he, okay. you know, then established hospitals. It became, it was one, he was a pioneer in that uh, sort of a hot and cold or especially, you know, like ice uh, therapies yeah. as well. And uh, interesting enough, I don't know, it's just a curiosity. The Titanic gym, you know, like the... The, the, the gym big, on the ship, the that's Titanic. That's it, that's it. And all, at the time, they, they became so prominent and famous about the therapies that they were doing and the, the physical exercises and all of the things that essentially Anna White had advised him on through God, you know, that they were very famous and they were hired, there were presidents that were coming to to the hospital to be treated and all of that. But anyway, I'm saying these things because if we truly follow Christ's method of allowing Christ to be the center of the healing, as well as obeying what he has given to us as the tools, as well as make it personable, then we will reach success because that's what she's bringing on the Christ method alone. Sometimes we use one part of the method Mm. of Christ and we want to claim success. Right. But just like we were made whole in the image of God physically and in character, in essence, Mm. there are two elements. When When the enemy, the devil tries to attack and, and, and deceive the woman. He uses the element, you will be like God, which brings again the character, the, the yeah. spiritual element, as well as the physical. Mm-hmm. And then you're not gonna die, or you know, and, and she, she saw yeah. the fruit was appealing. And again, we can see that over and over in the Bible, and the fall was also complete. It was physical, it was spiritual. Right. We can see then um, throughout the, the, the whole ministry of Jesus, he was also attacked spiritually and physically. So the restoration has, it, it, it is complete, it has to be full, otherwise mm. it's not a complete restoration. Yeah. We are holistic beings. Yeah. We And then the enemy has tried you know, to, to make us believe that we can approach one side and not the other, mm-hmm. the, the whole right. dualism. We can disjoint it. We can disjoint uh, it. Yeah. You, can, you, can, you can just take care of your health, go to the gym, eat healthy, but then neglect your experience with Jesus and it'll be fine. But even science now is recognizing that this is not true. Right. That science is showing more and more that, you know, when you look at two healing approaches, you can't look at one thing. It has to be a complete restoration. And we know that Jesus, and Jesus already knew that, and that's why he's given us the tools. So when it comes to evangelism, Matt, if we want to be successful, 
we need to truly look at Christ's method, mm -hmm. which is through Jesus Christ. If you, I want to tell a quick story of somebody that I met recently. And um, I would say that this person could be considered um, perhaps just like, you know, a, a woman in the Bible that was bleeding for many years or even the paralytic because this person was feeling for many years that there was no purpose for life anymore. There was no reason for her to, to leave. She said she got to the point, Matt, that she did not want to leave her house. So first of all, she stopped going to church, stopped having friends, stopped talking to family because that there was an anxiety, there was a stress, there was panicking involving having conversations with people. And um, she came to a point, yeah, she, she, she felt so hopeless that she could not even kill herself. She tried a, a, a suicide attempt and she was not even, so it was on the lowest of the lowest, you know, on that pit darkness. Yeah. And um, she heard about uh, the North New South Wales Conference um, offering um, and, and having this uh, Sozo Health Retreat, which was built based on this concept of yep. a, a whole person health approach. Yes. And so this person was a bit skeptical because it, it again, it kind of comes from that philosophy, you know, I already tried everything, you know, I, I'm, I'm a Christian, but things still not work for me. And um, yeah, so at first she didn't give much but then she said she was impressed for somehow, she says it was one of the hardest things she's ever done in her life to take her car and drive to Stewart's Point where it was that um, the program being held. And yeah. it's an eight day program. And uh, interesting enough, the program was not really meant for people that were in that stage of depression. And because- right. She was more of an extreme case. It was an extreme case, but we didn't know, right? And so, um, for some reason, yeah, she was accepted to the program and she came. She says it was really, really hard for her to bring herself there and drive, you know, a few hours. The amazing thing is that when, because I was there and I saw her coming and everything, she comes to the program quiet the whole time. I had personally few interactions with her, but the program basically, it involves these eight days where we look into the blueprint of what Ellen White says that this approach, and essentially it walks the person through like a, all like of this. Like a these, lifestyle training. It's a lifestyle training. It's an educational program yeah. where you teach the person how to, how can you, yeah, really feed your health, right? Yeah. But also, and it's interesting, it doesn't come from a religious point of view, but we talk about meaning and purpose, and we have the health professionals themselves talking about their own experience. Yeah. And so they will share from their own experience, a personal experience with God mm. in that sense. Sure. It comes to the end of the program. She leaves like everybody else. And, you know, we follow up after six months. So there's a, a month, uh, one month later follow up. And then a six months later, she actually comes to us and she says, look, I, I would love to share if you have another program to come and share with the people that come to your program mm -hmm. about my story. And by the way, that's when I came to really know her story. Yeah. And long story short, she completely had a life transformation, right? She started, um, I don't even know how to describe. And she, she says it was just this thing, because it was not nothing miraculous that she experienced there, but it was this belief that changed in her. And, and the belief that it has to be a whole person 
approach and mm -hmm. that Jesus was the center of it. Right. And so she shares how now she is back reconnected with her family, back reconnected with her church. She's working with the community and helping other people to get better. Yeah. And she's um, eating, she lost, uh, I think it was like 12 kilos. Wow. And she's feeling amazing. She's exercising weekly yeah. with a group she's of alive. people. She's alive, it's like she's come to life. That's it, zest for life, meaning for life. Yeah. And like enjoying, I, enjoying the things that you were made to enjoy. That's it. And then, like you said, if you come, if you saw her, when I saw her after six months when she came, yep. I couldn't recognize her. Like somebody called me, it's like, oh, your guest has arrived. I went there and I'm like, which guest? I couldn't yep. recognize her. It was a complete different person physically. Yep. The spark in her eye, the way she talked, the way she presented herself. Yep. So I think that gave, gave me a little bit of an example that, look, in my disbelief or maybe just we we do things on a day-to-day and sometimes we don't have enough faith yep. but i didn't see see when she came first to her health retreat it's not like i didn't believe she could get better yep. but i'm like yeah this person can get better but i could never see that the what i saw yeah that's heavy that's so good hey you, so there's a couple of verses that come to my mind and i'm just going to quote them yep. we've been basically exhorting people to the truth exhorting people with the truth that health and uh, evangelism has to be combined and that's what Jesus did and that's why his method worked because when he when he when he came next to people when he dwelt with the people as one who desired their good that's just she, he's healing them mm -hmm. he's physically healing them so there's a couple of verses that come to my mind and then mm -hmm. I want to just kind of wrap up with a few statements yep. and, and maybe let you have a mm -hmm. last word here mm -hmm. but um, Paul says I think it's first Corinthians is it first Corinthians 9 maybe where he talks about he fights not as one who beats the air and he keeps under his body, he keeps mm -hmm. it under subjection so that, le that when he preaches to others, he doesn't himself become a castaway. Mm -hmm. You know, he says, speaking of the spiritual walk in 2 Corinthians 5, that he walks by faith and not by, we walk by faith and not by sight in mm. verse 7. Now, I think that that would have both physical and spiritual application. Mm -hmm. So I trust God's word in regards to spiritual matters. Mm -hmm. And I trust God's word in regard to physical matters because God yes. is the God of the spirit and of the body. And a human Amen. person is a body and a spirit combined. And it's not, a, we don't believe in dualism and that, mm -hmm. you know, our souls will be saved, but our bodies can just be miserably unhealthy and in a terrible condition. Mm -hmm. That's not God's will for us, you know, not at all. Yep. And so I think all of scripture testifies to the fact that God wants to make people whole mm. on a physical and spiritual level. I want to though, just talk just briefly. I just want to mention just briefly, I don't know yep. if this will lead us into too much more talking, but I, I know we've got to, for the sake of time, yeah. wrap things up. But I think it's important to realize that when Jesus says, when Ellen White says mm -hmm. that Christ's method alone will bring true success, mm -hmm. what she's doing is she's giving us, a, she's making a general commentary mm -hmm. on how Jesus functioned, and she's making a general statement to the church. She mm -hmm. is not saying that in every situation with all people, mm -hmm. you have to dwell with them as one who desires their good, you must mm -hmm. meet their needs and all these kinds of things and win their confidence before you preach Jesus. Mm -hmm. She is not saying that. If she were saying that, she, she couldn't be a prophet, that's for sure, because Jesus himself mm -hmm. on multiple occasions preached the gospel before he dwelt with people as one who desired their good and revealed himself mm -hmm. to people as the Christ. And the, the perfect example is the woman at the well in John chapter four. Yes. Has a short conversation with her. He only knows her for that time frame. 
And before that conversation is finished, mm -hmm. he's revealing himself as the mm -hmm. Christ. He's preaching about you know, theology uh, mm -hmm. of, of Judaism and all kinds of different stuff about, mm -hmm. I shouldn't say theology, but basically mm -hmm. they get in a theological discussion about mm -hmm. worship and where you should worship and all these kinds of things. Yep. And so I think we've got to understand that Ellen White isn't making like a universal rule here that's supposed to govern everything we do. Mm -hmm. Because I've got an Ellen White quote here right here and uh, anyone can get get to me with this quote mm -hmm. if you want. And I'll just read it. I was just gonna yep. I was gonna half heartedly like quote it, but mm -hmm. it's just I'm just gonna read off this quote here. She says there are she says, From Christ's methods of labor we may learn many valuable lessons. Mm -hmm. He did not follow merely one method. In various ways he sought to gain the attention of the multitude, and then he proclaimed to them the truths mm -hmm. of the gospel. So he's using all these different approaches. Um, when she says Christ method singular mm -hmm. alone, mm -hmm. it's what I was saying before. She's giving a general assessment of his overarching method. Mm -hmm. So that's how you could characterize his, his whole ministry, mm -hmm. dwelling with people as one who desires their good, mm -hmm. um, ministering to their needs, winning their confidence, and then bidding them. That's a general, generic statement. It's not saying that in every case, in every situation, he has one method and he never you know, right. reveals to yeah. people who he is until he knows them for years. And I'm only saying this because I think it's important if we're going to be effective to not be, not to hide, but I think, mm -hmm. I just want to be very, I'll just be mm -hmm. very transparent. People yeah. hide behind this statement. Mm -hmm. They hide behind this statement and they misinterpret this statement of Ellen White's. Mm -hmm. And they think that it excuses them from being Christians who let their light shine before men mm -hmm. and who out of the abundance of their heart and their mouth speaks. I think that what ends up happening is people act as if they're not Christians while they do health ministry or do other community service ministry. They act like they're not even followers of Christ. Mm -hmm. And then, they, then it makes it really difficult then to transition people to saying, follow me. Yep. Jesus never stopped talking about the kingdom of God, even when he did physical health ministry and when he met people's needs. Yep. Like he never saw him like feeding people and at the same time not preaching the gospel of the kingdom. That's right. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So I think we sometimes are ashamed of the gospel. Mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're hiding our light under a bushel, mm -hmm. and we do community service ministries, and then we point to this Ellen White quote, and we mm -hmm. say, see, we're doing Christ's method alone. Actually, you're not. Mm -hmm. What you're doing is you're hiding behind an Ellen White statement mm -hmm. to justify the fact that you're not doing evangelism or mission at all. You're just doing stuff that's comfortable and easy for you that never yeah. puts you out of your comfort zone. I'm not yeah. judging any individual, but mm -hmm. I think this is a, a fair statement to, to make yeah. about it, the church. And I just wanted to read this one last quote real yeah, quick because go I've got to get this off my chest Yes. Uh, so the church family hears it. She says, There are many who are reading the scripture who cannot understand their true import. All over the world, men and women are looking wistfully to heaven. Prayers and tears and inquiries go up from souls longing for light for grace, for the Holy Spirit. Many are on the verge of the kingdom, waiting only to be gathered in. That's right. So there's many Ethiopian eunuchs out there. Mm. And so on an individual personal level, I've got to use many methods and be mm. instant in season and out of season and realize there's a time for everything. Yes. But then as a general approach as a church, we use Christ's method alone. Yeah. When it comes to standardizing yeah. how we approach things, it's Christ's method alone yeah. statement. But when it comes to practical realities in different situations, the sky's the limit. Yeah, no, Does that make I'm, sense I'm, to I'm you? really glad you, you brought this that? point totally because okay. what happens also to Ellen White quotes, especially the ones regarding health, I think, yeah. people tend to just single out that quote and use that in different contexts. Right. And like I said in the beginning, when we look at this quote here, which is in the Ministry of Healing, and it's talking about the work of the disciples, so yep. it's within the context. Um, 
she also the the background here so this christ met alone it it's talking about that whole person approach mm -hmm. physical mental and spiritual and is also talking from an approach of us needing the grace it's through the grace of christ that we get to the restoration which in the sense that's the only way so it's only through the grace of christ mm -hmm. so in that sense there is one door one way i'm the way i'm the life and you know and, and so but within the context here she's talking about um how to gain people's trust in a way and how to mingle with people and how to to yeah. to get them to to hear out the word of god totally. and this is about people like for example um i'll just read it from here like right on the same following the christ met alone quote um page 145 she says many have no faith in god and have lost confidence in men right which is really applying also to the days that we're living yeah. today right is it fair to say that many have faith of course lost faith in god yeah. have no faith and lost confidence in men but they appreciate acts of sympathy and helpfulness mm -hmm. as they see one with no inducement of earthly praise or compensation coming to their homes, ministering to the sick, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, comforting the sad, and tenderly pointing all to him, to Jesus, of whose love and pity the human worker is but the messenger. As they see this, their hearts are touched. Gratitude springs up. Faith is kindled. They see that God cares for them. And they are prepared to listen as His word is opened. Amen. It's perfect. It's fantastic. Well, listen, guys, thank you for joining us for this conversation. It's been a blessing. Thank you, Camilla. I'm going to be praying for you guys. We don't have all the answers, but we're, we're growing. We're learning. We're on a journey with God. We want to, as best as we possibly can, model the method of Jesus. Uh, dwell with people as one who desires a good. Really care for people. Not just talk at them. Not just uh, tell them. But, uh, but live the love of Jesus on their behalf, but not being ashamed also, on the other hand, of the gospel, mm. not using community service as a cloak to hide our real intentions behind, yeah. but being out there, unashamed, Christ-following kingdom citizens who want to bring blessing and healing to people. Um, I think uh, it's important that we Adventists know that uh, all soul winning requires picking up a cross. And uh, you can never avoid that fact. And so yeah. we can't use community service and health ministry to make it all easier. Right. You know, soul winning, evangelism, it's always difficult. It's challenging, uh, but it's rewarding. And uh, anyways, God bless you guys as you journey with Jesus and figure out more how to reach people for Him. All the best. Amen. God bless you. Yeah. Bye.